Hello and welcome to 36 Weeks. Thirty Six Weeks is a podcast meant to encourage teachers as we work, laugh, and imbibe together and get through the upcoming school year. I'm your host, and this is week one. Are you ready? So it's actually not week one for me, as I've already been teaching for about a week and a half. But for the rest of you jabronis, welcome to the party. I hope as you're listening to this podcast today, whatever day it is, whether it's Monday or later in the week, I hope it launches you into the right direction and into the right mentality. And I've recently come to find out that some of my former students listen to this podcast as well. And in that case, hey, what's going on, y'all? I hope it helps you start the week off right, the school year off right as well. Who knows, maybe perspective of what's going on behind the scenes here will make you just a little nicer to your local teachers. So this is the portion of the podcast where my wonderful wife Scarlett and I thank people who have shared and tried to promote uh, the podcast on social media. So we're going to go ahead and repeat a couple names of people who have already shared the show. And if you do the same, you'll hear your name on here next week. So, here we go. Hannah Johnson, thank you. Diane Myers, thank you. Diana Johnson, thank you. And my lovely wife who shared the podcast, Scarlett Gonzalez, thank you. Yay, me. Yay, you. Also, I want to give a couple quick shout-outs. First of all, to a former student named Brian, uh, who is actually the one who designed both the old and new cover arts for this podcast. If you want connection to him for some just really high quality work, uh, contact me and I'll put you in touch with him. Also, all my background music is by a guy named Grex. That's G-R-E-X. You can find a link to his music in the show notes of this episode, but definitely try him out. He's very ambient, trippy kind of music that has a place in everybody's heart, I'm sure. Okay, so we got the thank yous out of the way. We got the shout outs out of the way. Um, So now let's kind of get into it. So every week, uh, if you haven't ever listened to any of these episodes before, I'm trying to incorporate a different kind of theme. Now, in the two negative episodes that were leading up to this one, we covered malleability and and our ability to make it kind of through in-service and through training with a willingness to be molded. And we talked about purpose in reminding us in the middle of teaching and in the middle of the storm, why is it that I do what I do? Why do I teach? Why do I coach? Why do I reach out to students? Why do I teach ESL? Why do I principal? Why do I do any of these things in any capacity? Why do I do those things? What is my purpose? And in discussing purpose and malleability, we kind of wanted to launch into the new school year. This week, I want to talk to you about this year in context of it being a new beginning a fresh start, a clean slate. As someone who's willing to admit that he screws up often, I have a profound appreciation for a fresh start. It is so good for you, and it's a way to shed any self-consciousness, any doubts in who you are. It's a great way to combat things like shame, and it's a great way to combat things like past regrets. By reminding yourself that as a person, you deserve both forgiveness, grace, and new opportunities to achieve your potential, 
It helps get rid of things out of your life like shame and regret and pain and negativity. See, the way that I see this works is this. Every time you get a new start, you have the capability of achieving what you would hope it to be. You know, this is a phenomenon we see every December 31st, right? We see people getting really eager to walk into the new year. And honestly, myself, I look at that as every Monday. Now, this is not me saying I enjoy Mondays. I really don't. I'm very Garfield in that way. But I do thoroughly enjoy the opportunity to go in and try again and again. And so that's what Mondays are for me. You know, I start off my week. I have my long to-do list. And in my head, I think maybe this time I can really attack it. Maybe this time I can achieve all the things that I want to do. Maybe this time. So if this is for me, uh, it's a lot like uh, making bread. So in my family, we have a a knack. Well, I should say they all have a knack for making bread. And every time they make it, it is amazing. However, I didn't pay attention to a lot of those things growing up. And I really didn't try to define myself by it. So I make bread roughly once a week. And every time I try to make it, I try to get the recipe a little bit closer to on point, a little bit better. I try to remember the different tricks that I learned before. If I were to judge all of my capabilities on the last four loaves of bread, then I might not necessarily feel like I did that well. By giving it another try again and again and again, I can get closer and closer to what I want, that perfection. And that's what new beginnings are. So on Sundays, when I sit down at my kitchen table and I look at the recipe and I try to figure out what things I can tweak to make this the best bread I've ever made. That's what a new opportunity is. And in my mind, that's kind of what a new school year is. By the end of the school year, we are usually exhausted. We're tired. We may or may not still be keeping up with the things that we tried to do at the beginning of the year. We maybe have lost sight of our goals. And by the end of it, like we're kind of exhausted and we're done and we kind of have lost sight from what we had at the beginning of the year. But the beauty of that is we're now in a new year. You don't have to hold those old things and carry them into this school year. It's a fresh start. Now, this isn't everywhere that I've ever been that I've experienced this, but often I find, as somebody who teaches, usually in the uh, sophomores, juniors, or seniors, I no doubt will always get some teachers who will come and tell me what this kid is about that I'm getting in this upcoming school year. And I personally have it as a rule of thumb that if it is not something productive to help them, I really don't need to hear it. So if they come in and say, oh, this kid's disrespectful, this kid's talkative, this kid's wild, you can always bet that this kid is going to do this thing. I don't allow that speech at me because I refuse to judge a student based on what they were like in a different classroom in a different school year in the past. Here's maybe even one more way to talk about new beginnings. There are a little over in the state of Texas, uh, it's where I teach. There's a little over 5.3 million students. Out of them, a literal 50.3% of them are considered at risk, and 59% of them are considered economically disadvantaged. The list of schools that are considered Title I is around 14 pages long. When you get in class, one of every two are going to already be marked for having something working against them. You're going to want to tell them though, right? I mean, because if you're a good teacher, you're going to want to tell them. You're going to think, hey, last year was last year. This is now. 
If you did bad last year, that's okay. We got a new year ahead of us. Give this an honest try. Throw everything you've got behind your school year this year, despite the obstacles already against you. You would be so quick to tell that student, your study habits are in the past. Your inability to do homework is in the past. Your referrals are in the past. Who you sat with is in the past. Your relationship with your teacher was in the past. You being told that you can't do it, that's in the past, and this is now. And we have a fresh start. I don't know you. You don't know me. We're going to conquer this together. You're going to want to tell a kid that. So my question is, who's telling you that, teacher? Who's reminding you that this is a fresh start? Who's reminding you that we do not have to adhere to the identities placed upon us? Be reminded of that today. As you're going into the new school year, it doesn't matter what happened last year. It doesn't matter what habits, whether good or bad, you picked up last year. This is a fresh start. This is a new loaf of bread. This year, 2018, started off as a Monday. That's like the most hardcore, fresh start, new beginning a person could ask for. Clean slate. So, teacher, go beyond. Plus Ultra. Okay, this is dope. So, the highlight of the week this week. I want to highlight librarians. So in the past, I've talked about coaches. I've talked about kindergarten teachers. Today, I want to talk about librarians. And here's the reason why. I don't think I'm that famous right now. And so the only people listening to this are people who know me. So I guess that's kind of okay. So I'll put her name out there right now. But uh, my first year teaching, I met a librarian named Megan Mills. And I called her Meek Mill. But I was absolutely astounded with what... I remember a library being for and how she ran a library in my mind librarians were like nuns they just kind of told you to be quiet and didn't let you have any fun that's kind of what I grew up with thinking is that it was somebody to check out books and somebody to make sure you weren't horsing around but what I saw in my first library experience as a teacher was somebody who is willing to make a library a beacon a getaway for students she ran a sanctuary of sorts she did not run a quiet library, but she ran a library that was always full of students. And that says something. So I'm at a new school, and this librarian is doing the same thing. Her foundational core values are so clearly more about running a library where students are willing to go and just even sit and watch the day go by, or go in color, or go and work with the 3D printer, or any of these things. I can see her foundationally care more about running a place that students want to be than a place that students have to be quiet. Well, that's just about it for us. Um, just as a quick summary, this is a new year. This is a new beginning. This is an opportunity for you to be the best that you've ever been learning from your past mistakes, but not being defined by them. I promise to try to keep it under 12 minutes and I can still promise to try to keep it uh, weekly so that we can kind of have that beginning of the week encouragement that I feel like some of us need sometimes so the final segment is always somebody telling about how a teacher or coach or educational worker has influenced their lives in a positive way and I do that so that you are reminded that what you do matters what you do does echo throughout the annals of history my goal is for it to be my wife today although I don't know if I'm gonna be able to convince her to do it so last minute Scarlett, who was your most impactful teacher growing up? 
So my favorite teacher wasn't really my teacher, or most impactful teacher wasn't really my teacher. He was my coach. What was his name? His name was Coach Hannon, and he was my tennis coach my freshman and sophomore year in high school. Really? And so I had to move between my middle school and high school year, so I was going to a school where I didn't know anybody. So that was really crappy, and I was starting high school. Yeah. So it was scary in itself. So I remember having my first day, and I had to start late because I had to transfer, and I was all this big mess. Um, but my first official day, it was like a really crappy day, and then tennis was my last class. And so we hadn't started practicing yet. We were just meeting in the gym. I pretty much didn't talk to anybody all day <laughs> because I didn't know anybody. It was like super awkward. And then I went to tennis and he was like probably my first friend in that school, which is really weird. But that was like the first time that day and for like a few weeks that I was talking and like being myself um, and I just opened up the door for like having the confidence to be myself in other classes. Is that why you remember him still is because that first day? Yeah and um, he also led a bible study in the mornings and he invited mm -hmm. me to that. I didn't know that and so I started going to that also and it was just like again opening the door to like meeting more people and like being able to make friends and you found you friends yeah that's pretty cool it's a good reason to remember a teacher anyway it's all i have for you today so vaya con dios class dismissed chancho who is your favorite teacher is it daddy teaching you by slapping you? Go away.